we know that for every euro spent on digital advertising, half ends up in the pockets of Google and Facebook. The business model by Big Tech is really toxic and problematic. You're listening to EU Watchdog Radio. We have seen, let's say, unconventional lobbying. Let me explain. This is Dutch MEP Paul Tang. I am Joanna Lassin, comms officer at Corporate Europe Observatory, or CEO. In this episode, I'll talk to Paul and to Bram Franken, researcher and campaigner at CEO, about the new website lobbyleaks.eu. First things first, Bram will explain what is this website. We decided to set up uh, lobbyleaks.eu. It's a leak box where uh, assistance members of the European Parliament, civil servants, uh, can file information if they know about deceptive lobbying by big tech. The idea came up when, during the discussion at the European Parliament of the two sister acts, Digital Markets Act and Digital Services Act, both aimed at regulating big tech, MEPs face the traditional and honestly expected lobbying from the sector, but they also face tactics that are considered unregulated forms of lobbying. So we, we were prepared for the lobby. This is what happens when you do legislation, interested parties knock on your door, uh, make their arguments, and that is fine, as long as it's very in the open. Mm-hmm. We know who it is. But, and I think Big Tech, fa- and, and especially Google and Facebook, very, felt, very much felt the pressure from the European Parliament and feared that. And they changed tactics, you could say. And so they come up with a, a pretty good strategy. They say, we're good for SMEs. Because if one thing that politicians from every political background love, it's SMEs. No one is against pop and mom uh, companies, right, mm-hmm. uh, enterprises. So they said, we're good for SMEs. So that was their uh, the, was their uh, tactic, and a bit up to uh, very annoying because, at the same time, you very much know that they charge uh, the SMEs the, the high price. We know that for every euro spent on digital advertising, half ends up in the pockets of Google and Facebook. So mm-hmm. a margin of fifty percent is ridiculous, and then you're not friendly to SMEs. Uh, still, this is. Um, something where you could say this is part of the conventional of lobbying. It became slightly unconventional when Facebook started to have big pages in uh, in traditional media, let's say the newspapers in every country, they singled out an, uh, an SME and tell, told the public and the policy makers like us how great that SME was and has become because thanks to, of course, Facebook because of Meta. Uh, later on, we found out though that we're just not doing that in uh, the traditional media, so that everyone could see it. But then they also did it on Twitter, so they singled out the MEPs and their teams that were involved in uh, in, it, in these two uh, digital acts. So that is hidden because you can't see it that mm-hmm. you have been targeted uh, through Twitter. But it became all the more weirder when we found out there were some SME organizations that uh, seems to have have been sponsored by Google and Facebook, maybe have been initiated. It's called, in American, it's called astroturfing. Let's pause Paul here for a second. Astroturfing is a deceptive strategy. It is frequently used by large companies to make it appear as though a particular message originates from and is supported by grassroots movements. 
that are in fact front organizations or sponsored by these large companies to represent their interests. The name originates from a brand of synthetic carpeting, AstroTurf, that was specialized in artificial grass. Bram explains how astroturfing was used in this case. So we know that big tech lobbied very intensively during the DSA and DMA uh, negotiations, um, and that um, they poured millions of euros in all kinds of think tanks, interest groups, uh, front groups to parrot its line and to push uh, the same message, not to regulate uh, its business model too hard. And especially the use of front groups has, has gotten a lot of attention during the last months. So Big Tech um, funded certain, certain groups, mm -hmm. such as SME Connect, Connected Commerce Council, Allied for Startups, which seem to represent small, medium businesses or startups, but were actually funded by Google, by Amazon, by Facebook, um, to, to lobby on behalf of them. The lobby was massive and, I, and in a sense that is understandable because we took aim at the heart of the business model of yeah. Google and Facebook where we addressed personalized ads, you go to the heart of that model because for example Facebook, more than 98% of the revenue comes from advertising. So I'm pretty relaxed about lobbying in itself but it has to be open and transparent and clearly this was not. And we have filed complaints with the transparency registers on these AstroTurf organizations, mm -hmm. uh, hoping that they will dive a bit deeper and come to the same conclusion as we have. Uh, uh, and also, so if they have the same findings, come up with uh, the, the clearer the, and best response to it, a disciplinary response to it. Paul Tang and two other MEPs made a complaint to the EU transparency register against nine industry associations of pretending to be small and medium-sized enterprises. Now, back to Bram. So we know that the business model by Big Tech is really toxic and problematic. It's based on massive data collection, uh, surveillance advertisement. It's based on unaccountable and unfair artificial intelligence programs. Um, based on denying workers their rights. So they have an extremely problematic business model. Mm -hmm. And there have been attempts in the last few years to regulate that business model. But because of um, the huge resources of these companies uh, to, to put into lobbying, many of these regulations are not enough. Mm -hmm. um, and that's extremely problematic because um, big tech by pouring so much money into um, into Brussels into the decision-making process for lobbying um, has been able to um, steer the democratic process in its direction and just to give a couple of numbers um, just the big five big tech companies Amazon Google Facebook Apple um, they're spending at the moment 26 Point five million a year mm -hmm. into lobbying, and that's only on the on the European level. We know that on um, in Germany, for example, they spend close to ten million euros a year. Uh, all in all, um, big tech is spend uh, or the, the digital sector is spending a hundred million 
a year on lobbying the EU. So these numbers are, are huge. The digital sector is at the moment the biggest lobbying sector of uh, of all. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, of course, uh, very problematic considering this very toxic um, business model. In the few uh, moments where big tech has been fined for uh, wrongdoings, um, what consequences did it have for them? So there, at the moment, there are uh, almost every so many weeks there are huge fines, uh, either for um, because they um, because they violate an antitrust laws or yeah. because they violate uh, data collection laws. Um, these fines have become bigger and bigger, uh, often uh, hundreds of millions of euros. But do they have any impact for such big? companies that's indeed a problem they have so many resources that they just continue um, pulling out this very toxic business model making so much money that they just pay off the fines uh, and continue doing what they did before so the fines are clearly not enough we're almost at the end of this episode but first let's circle back to lobbyleaks.eu and how the leaks will be used. So we want the deceptive lobbying by big tech to stop. And and the first step is getting more information on that lobbying. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why we're launching lobbyleaks.eu, which contains a secure leak box where people can file information anonymously. Um, And we will use that information um, to, to substantiate our research but also to file complaints with the um, with the transparency register secretariat, mm-hmm. um, and and that way we hope to put pressure on on big tech expose their lobbying. But it may also help the lobby leaks also to make sure that they know that they are being watched, right? So you can't do everything. So in yeah. that sense, it may also have this uh, deterrent effect on uh, on the cowboys uh, when it comes to lobbying. Let's hope so. Paul is a member of the Tracking Free Ads Coalition. It's been, been a very useful coalition of MEPs and, uh, and NGOs because we keep, we keep on working in other files. For example, mm-hmm. we now have the proposal of uh, political ads adopted where the parliament has taken a position that you cannot track, that, you, uh, um, that the user must give the data to political parties, otherwise the other data may not be used by political parties. So we keep on working on uh, on this file. Bram also highlights the next important files on big tech that will be discussed by the European institutions. So there are several big files at the moment, but I think two stand out. One is um, the Artificial Intelligence Act and the other one is the Platform Workers Directive. Um, the Artificial Intelligence Act, this is um, aimed at trying to curb in very um, artificial intelligence programs which could violate uh, human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that this goes, uh, this is very crucial to, to the business model of big tech. For example, this week, Microsoft invested uh, 10, billion u- 10 billion euros into OpenAI, which is a v- the developer of uh, ChatGPT. Um, and we know that they have been lobbying very hard um, to make sure that they have 
as as less regulation as less obligations as possible under the artificial intelligence act and this is going gonna go to the trilogue process which is the negotiations between the european parliament and the member states and this is uh, yeah, the trilogue meetings are known to people black boxes there is almost no transparency and this leaves a lot of room for um, for any industry to influence uh, the decision-making process. And we've come to the end of this episode. For more information, visit lobbyleaks.eu or the website by Corporate Europe Observatory, Lobby Control and trackingfreeads.eu. Subscribe to this podcast and follow CEO on Twitter, Instagram and now also on Mastodon. Bye-bye.